Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite podcast. Hi, I'm Rebecca. I'm Kelly, and our podcast is called Stop the Internet Podcast. Cheers. Cheers. Good morning. It's morning for us, you guys. We're back at it again, 6 a.m. And I'm still awake. <laughs> it's 9.05 right now. This is actually really fitting because we're talking about jobs today and like workplace yes. things. Many people, at least in the United States, work in nine to five. And I'm like, how are we doing this? I don't know. Like, it seems so early. <laughs> And also, nine to five? That's a long-ass day. Here's to the corporate and the freelance girlies. Yeah. Holding the fort down. It's just shocking to me. In this economy. I feel like I still have my morning voice, so I'm sorry if people I can don't. tell. I'm a morning person. We've I already just, talked about this. I just went to bed four hours ago, so I'm not just kidding. You did? For no, real? no, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> when did you go to bed? Like 1230. Wow. And then I got up at 730. I know I shouldn't have. Mm. I shouldn't have. I made her do this before I sign on to my girly girl job. <laughs> True. Should we talk about our new series? Lunch Break? Yes. Yes. Okay, so we have a new series on our channel. It's called Lunch Break. And we're just doing shorter, more casual, conversation-based videos while we eat lunch. Except the other day we recorded for over an hour. I know. I'm like, shorter. <laughs> it's not that much shorter. But when you edit it down, it might be. Yeah. There's no, like, set time frame. Like, the podcasts are long. But then those can be... I don't know. We're feeling it out. Anywhere from like 25 to 45 minutes. Yeah. Maybe. I feel like that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Maybe some of them longer. But yeah, definitely check it out. It's like chill. It's just like to have friends to eat lunch with or dinner, you know, whatever. Make you think a little bit. Yeah. Our latest episode, I don't know if it came out by the time this episode comes out, Mm -hmm. but we talked about how we don't want to do negative self-talk. Yeah. And then right before we started recording, Rebecca's like, I'm I'm an idiot. I'm annoying. I'm a loser. <laughs> and I was like, Brit? She called me out. She's like, what is this? <laughs> I was like, um, have you learned nothing? No. <laughs> Look at the audio. Every time I scream, I the audio monitor is like, an alarm goes off and it's like, <laughs> Sometimes negative self-talk is funny. If you feel light about it, like, I don't actually think I'm a loser. Like, I'm just using this morning as an example. Yeah. I just came in hot. That's all. True. Okay. I have one it more. was a lot. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have one more thing to say. My mom went to Alaska and she got me these socks and they say, don't wake the bear. I love that. Isn't that funny? I love. They have bears on them. I love bears. So I said, oh, I'll wear them on the podcast. And she was like, you don't have to. And Mm. I was like, well, where else am I going to wear them, baby? To the club. (laughs) True. True. To the club. Should we talk about workplaces now? Oh, yeah. Today we're talking about work. Jobs. Oh, yeah. Careers. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I have no (laughs) clue what's happening right now. This is our morning I don't get how people do this. Like, how are people having all team meetings at 9.30? I used to have them at 8.30, baby. (laughs) I have never once in my life been awake at 8.30. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, wait. (laughs) Wait a sec. (laughs) No, I actually really liked the structure of my first job out of college I was eight to five and eight to five I would get there honestly I got there I was the first to arrive a lot of the time I'd get there at 7 30 7 40 Starbucks in hand I really liked having those first couple minutes to myself and just powering up my laptop reading the news 
Wow. I really loved my early morning commute. I'm not going to lie. That's cute. Oh, I also loved starting the coffee at work. Did you do it at the job? What did I do? Because I think we got a Keurig at some point, but I remember we had like an old fashioned, old fashioned. You put the grounds. Like the one that's literally upstairs in my house. (laughs) But it was like a big machine and I loved being the one to make it. That's cute. Even if I didn't necessarily need it myself because I was a Starbs kind of gal. What was I doing? You're just going. They're like, we're so glad we hired her. (laughs) She makes us all coffee and she doesn't drink it. No, I think that's literally it. That's so cute. What a freak. That's no, so cute. I wasn't a freak. I don't think my job had free coffee. Actually, now that I think about it, I know that it didn't. Really? Yeah. What the hell? But did they have a coffee maker? I don't think there was a coffee maker. And if there was, what? it was probably like someone would have brought it in. Mm-hmm. Like, because there was a little kitchen in each. This was a massive company. So our little section had a little kitchen. And then every section had a little kitchen. People brought in cups and left them there. People brought in like random like foods and I don't know. The typical office stuff, but but no I coffee. Feel like if I, I don't think there was a coffee machine, but I know that if I brought a coffee machine in and then I set it on the counter, like it would be fine. They better but, have reimbursed you for that. No, that's what I mean. I'm like, there's not, they're not paying for that, even huh. though they could afford it. I know that. I do have one story that relates to that job that I want to talk about when we're talking about some of the stories that okay. we're going to read. But I just remembered it as I was reading one of the stories, and I was like, oh, that was that was weird. That yeah. was awkward. I do want to say disclaimer up front. I have loved something about all of my jobs. That's a great point. And I love my current job. I think it's just like we're just talking about stories that can happen in a workplace Yeah, in general. I'm not talking about you. Yeah, that's so true. And I feel like also this is just true in life about actually every single thing. Yeah. But you can love something, adore it, be so thankful for it, but you can still have things about it that annoy you or things that you don't like. But overall, you're like I adore this thing this experience and I wouldn't change it maybe other than these like little little things yeah and I feel like that's just important for everyone (laughs) to keep in mind because when we're talking about these things and it's like yeah this annoys me and then people are like well you're privileged and it's like yeah I I know that yeah but also you're allowed to love something and be so thankful for what you have and still want to change certain things or like still experience like annoyances about it yeah yeah and I just feel like sometimes people forget that but it's like we know that we know yeah yeah we're very grateful and I thought about this last night as I was falling asleep like my dream job Ooh, you know what's fun to start with what our dream jobs were as kids oh that's so cute because mine was a writer (gasps) slash fashion designer but like I feel like writer was the most consistent dream job I had in like elementary school time and now I work in marketing as a copywriter and it's just like you know at the time I thought I'd be a novelist but (laughs) this is fine (laughs) You still could, though, if you wanted to. The thing is, I don't know if I want to. Yeah, like, do you, when yeah. did that dream kind of pass? I think in college, because I took okay. this creative writing class, and we had to write short stories and then workshop them in groups. And people were very nice about my stories, but I think it made me realize, like, this is actually not what I want to do anymore. Oh, I thought you were saying that, like, you low-key still wanted to do it. Like, if the dream has passed, I feel like that's yeah. not even sad. I do could you- see my.
myself another thing I thought about last night. Is it narcissistic to want to write a memoir? Like, I kind of want to write a memoir. <laughs> YOLO. Do it. Why not? Like, not in a serious way where I'm, like, trying to become a New York Times bestselling author, but maybe just for my own life, like, to pass to my grandkids. Yeah. I think I actually am already kind of doing that because I do keep a, a diary. You could do StoryWorth. Have you heard of that? No. It's like a service, I guess, that you buy it and then you gift it to someone. And then every week it sends them a question mm. in their email. And they're like deep questions about oh. their life and like their life story. And then at the end of a year, it takes the 52 questions that it asked and it puts them in a book. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I got it for my parents for Christmas. And you know bought it full price baby and guess how many questions they answered so far it's july or it's june june 30th Ten. six months have passed zero really <laughs> Oh, no. And my mom's like, I'm not a good writer. And I'm like, come on, oh. I want to know. That's a great business idea, though. I know. Isn't yeah. that awesome? And the questions are so interesting. Yeah. Not sponsored, but would love to be. <laughs> would love that. It's so cool, though. It basically, like, prompts people to write their memoir. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. That'd be it's fun. It's so cool. Can I gift it to myself? <laughs> yeah. You. So I think you could probably do it, like, every year if you wanted. Wow. Or do it, like, twice and then use those questions questions like every other year and just yeah yeah okay or like do it every five years and like change the questions or whatever good to know yeah it's really cool what was your dream job as a child it was veterinarian mm. but then in about sixth grade is when I developed a severe allergy to cats like oh, I yeah. cannot and not even just that was the first one but not even just cats now it's like I had a bunny in grade school and I was so allergic to her I was allergic <laughs> to the hay that was in her cage oh. but it was the it was the best cage <laughs> So, you know, I was shoveling that high <laughs> in the cage because that girl was my life. Oh, um, what was her name? Thumper. Thumper! Like from Bambi. Ah! She was so freaking cute. I don't think I can handle a pet anymore yeah. because Thumper, my bunny that I had from fourth to 10th grade, was my love of my life. And I still think about that girl and Aww. I have dreams about her. And I literally, you guys, <laughs> deep moment. I have dreams about going to heaven and she's there. And I'm like, Maybe she is. Maybe Curly she is. Curly is waiting for me. I yes. love her. I literally love her. That's a nice thought. I I know yeah and i'm like if i have another pet at this age at the ripe age of 27 i'm like i don't know if i can handle it yeah my dad <laughs> says that all the time so he, does mine when his childhood dog passed away he said he's never getting another that, dog my dad is exactly yeah. the same way he's it like i too, can't handle it too painful yeah that's what my dad said that's yeah. so funny dad things <laughs> literally but yeah so i wanted to be a veterinarian and i'm like i can't yeah and also i don't like science like i never enjoyed like biology class or like chemistry like all those things right. that are integral to being a, a scientist a doctor yeah. like a veterinarian so yeah that passed a long long time ago right and actually this is interesting to me now but growing up from like sixth grade even through college I did not know what I wanted to be yeah. and I struggled with it so much and I'm like no job like actually seems fun mm -hmm. to me but I think that's because I didn't even understand all the jobs that exist yes there's a lot of choice yeah like I didn't know that copywriter was a job I yeah. didn't know that advertiser graphic designer like I didn't know any of that was a job 
until college. And then even in college, I was still like, okay, I don't know like exactly which one I would want to do. I always liked photography. And then as I was like getting older, like high school and college, I was like obsessed with photography. And then I don't know when it hit me that I was like, oh, I should just be a photographer like as my job. I think it was in college that I was like, oh, I could be a photographer as a job. And then I did that. I became a photographer, which was amazing. And I still am a photographer. And it's so she's the best fun. So I feel like I am living my dream job currently. But my other dream job, entertainer, like content creator, podcaster, like doing this is literally my dream job. Yeah. So I'm like, let's go, baby. We're doing it. Living the dream. Yes. Yeah. So that I think when you're a creative person, there's a million things you could do. Yeah. I think about that all the time. You could go down so many paths when you in college are a communications major, marketing major, advertising major. Like there's so many different ways you could go about it once you graduate. And also every year there are jobs that didn't exist before, but now they're a job. So like when we were kids, I don't know when podcasts themselves were invented. So like obviously there was talk shows and like radio hosts and that kind of thing. When I was in fifth grade, eighth grade, like I wasn't like, oh, I want to have a podcast. Yeah. Now podcasts exist. And I was like, oh, wait, yeah, that's what I want to do. I feel like that would have made me feel really good to hear as like an eighth grader or like a 10th grader or 12th grader who had no clue what they wanted to do if someone would have told me by the way so many jobs exist that didn't even exist five years ago so in three to five years there could be this whole new career path that we don't even know what it is yet but that could be your passion and your dream yep and that would have made me feel so much better yep So even if you're an adult now, it's like there could still be a job that's created next year, three years from now. That's like, that's it for you. Totally. Which is so cool. Yeah. Look at us being positive. Okay. Okay. We're in our positive era. We really are. (laughs) And I love that for us. Me too. Yeah. Should we get into some stories? Yeah. I think today might not all be stories. Like, we have some discussion topics, some that Rebecca picked. Yeah, they're not all AITA. Yes. If you know what I mean. Which one should we start with? Options are endless. Yeah. I have one. One of my clients tried to get me fired because I didn't answer an email within 24 hours while on vacation. I think I have some strong opinions on this. I I fear I I will as well. So for some context, I work at a small local company that specializes in web design and development. I mostly do marketing and advertising work, but I also have experience with building pages, fixing minor backend issues, and have been with the company longer than most other employees, so I have a decent amount of knowledge about all the tools and programs we use, and I'll occasionally work on other types of projects when the rest of the team is busy. This last week was one such week. Our boss was out of town, and our lead graphic designer was out on medical leave for surgery, and I was going to be on a road trip from Thursday to Sunday. Sunday, and then our lead developer got sick and had to take time off as well. It was crazy. I told my boss and the team ahead of time that I was going to have service and would be checking emails and would be available in the evenings for an hour or two if there was an emergency. But for the most part, I would not be working. This is important for later. This isn't something I had to do, but I personally had two departments, and with how many people were already out, I didn't mind checking in once a day or so and answering my emails at least. This story actually starts before my trip. On Tuesday, my boss sends me an email asking 
asking me to change up some titles and meta descriptions on a site. The client was being really antsy about it and wanted it done within a day or two, and it was a pretty quick task, so I finished it up and emailed the client to let her know that it had been done. She then comes back on Wednesday and goes, oh, I'm actually not sure on the wording of the titles. Can you remove those for now? Annoying and a waste of my time, but sure, whatever. I remove the titles and email her again, telling her it's done. I check my email real quick before heading out Thursday, and there's an email from her about wanting a flyer changed as well on her site. She's asking if this is something I can do. I'll tell her yes and that I'll contact her when I get it done. She doesn't mention anything about the title, so I figured we're good on those. Then I leave for my road trip and I forget to check my email on Friday. After all, I'm on vacation. I figure if there's a true emergency, they have my number and TBH, I was pretty exhausted after all the hiking and sightseeing we did that day. I get up on Saturday morning to an absolute shitstorm in my inbox. This woman didn't even wait a full 24 hours before sending me multiple emails and then emailing the company support number and both of my supervisors, including head boss who was also out that week. Not only is she blowing up everybody's inboxes, she's making wildly outlandish claims in them saying that she's asked me multiple times to remove the titles and I never did it, which isn't true. She asked me once and I removed them the same day. She's saying that I've been using her personal email and being unprofessional. What? which is the most absurd claim and also completely untrue. Hmm. I luckily had CC'd my direct supervisor on all of these correspondences so he can see that I never used her personal email. She also complained about, aka made up, a couple other things that I can't reveal for the sake of privacy and an, an, an this is going to be bad, you guys, anonymity. There is an anonymity scandal in one of our episodes. <laughs> I couldn't say the word and then people got mad at me. Oh, I was like, I'm sorry, okay. Anonymity that had to do with the functionality of the site and the products they sell. Of course, this morning, I get a call from my boss asking me what the hell is going on because this client is freaking out and saying she wants him to fire me and that I've completely ignored her and left her website in an unusable condition. I tell him the whole story and clarify the timeline of events and the fact that all the changes I made for her were extremely minor and had zero effect on the functionality or even appearance of her site. My boss has known me for over four years and knows I don't do shitty work, so he says he'll talk to her and try to smooth things over and tell her she can't talk to me that way. Oh, queen or king yeah from now on all communication with her will go through my boss and if she can't learn to calm down and treat us with respect we will likely be dropping her as a client wow okay so proud of the boss yeah yeah i think op did everything right like you got to leave a paper trail if you are dealing with a client that's a little out of control yeah yeah i don't think there's much to really comment on because like he did what he was supposed to do yeah i was just thinking i literally hate the idea of people not respecting time off. But it didn't even sound like that was what he was even getting at. I think, though, he wouldn't have had this issue if he was in the office because he would have answered her emails on Friday. I guess there's two there's two <laughs> issues. One is crazy clients. Yeah. And then two is not answering people while you're on vacation. But, like, he said he was available. Like, that's your first mistake is saying you're available. Because then a client like that will kind of take advantage of that, I think, which is what she did. Yeah. But no, I think it was handled right. And like you have a cool boss, it sounds like, who had your yes, back. So true. I literally hate the idea of people not respecting time off and then not giving time off. So I agree that story was handled well, but it just sparked this, yeah. this thought in me 
of okay one time i had this job it was a job in a store oh okay retail yeah to get time off you had to write in a notebook so let's say the manager's name was sue you couldn't just be like oh sue like i'm going away with my family on this day or like i have something on this day and i can't work you had to like write it down in this notebook that was behind a desk and you had to like basically write her a love letter and be like Dear Sue, I will be out of town on, like, this day because of this reason. And, like, the cuter and, like, goofier you made it, the more she liked it. And so the girls that had been working there for years and years told me that. And they were like, if you really want her to give you off on a certain day, be like, Sue, you're so beautiful. And your new shirt looked gorgeous today. What? And it made me so mad. Yeah. Because I'm like, I get that it's a joke. Like, Mm -hmm. I get that the girls are writing, like, I've never seen someone more beautiful than you. Anyway, can I have off? on Tuesday like I get that it's a joke but it just made me mad because she would actually like she knew it was a joke as well but low-key she would still fall for it yeah like if I actually wanted to have off yeah I would actually need to write this like love letter and then you could also request off and just be like hey I have this thing going on on Tuesday can't work thanks and then she would then take it upon herself to like decide if this reason was good enough or not. Yeah. And I had another part-time job just like over a summer one year where it was very similar. And when they were giving like the team debrief at the beginning of the summer, they were like, hey guys, just so you know, we can never guarantee time off because we need you guys to be working. And if you're like going to a concert or something, like we'll try to give you the day off, but like there's no guarantee. Yeah. And it pissed me off to no end because I'm like, okay, I get why they say that because people definitely abuse the like asking for time off, especially on weekends and whatever. But I was like, I'm a reasonable person and I almost never ask for a day off. Yeah. So if I have a specific day where I have a concert or something and I say, can I have off on Tuesday? And you say, sorry, we can't. I'm like, I'm not accepting that. No. Like, I will literally quit. The stakes are so low at this job. I dealt with that at retail. That pisses me off. Like, it actually makes me, like, so angry. And I'm like, who are you to decide if my reason is good enough or not? Like, all I should have to say is I cannot work on Tuesday. And that's a fact. Yeah. And I'm talking about a reasonable employee yeah. who never asks off. Yeah. If I ask off two days of a summer, you're giving me those days. Yeah. And then it came to the point where I remember one time I couldn't work on a Sunday because my family or like friends or something was visiting. Oh, I think I was going to visit friends mm-hmm. and then I wasn't going to be back until like Sunday night or Monday morning. And the manager was making the schedule and she was like, if you had to work on Sunday, do you think you could work the closing shift? And I was like, no, I can't. I was like, no, I can't work at all on Sunday. I'm not coming into this business on Sunday. I think people act a lot of the times like jobs are life or death situations. And oftentimes they're not. Yes. They just are not. And I dealt with this so much more in my retail jobs in high school and college. Yeah. Than I've ever dealt with in my professional job. Like it was always the jobs that were part time working at a department store. I'm like, I can have Saturday off. Like, come on. Yeah. You know, especially if it's one Saturday in six months. Yeah. And I'm like, the stakes are so incredibly low. One time. (laughs) I don't think they know that. I don't think they know it either. I really don't. 
especially when you have reasonable employees. I get it if there's employees that are slacking off and doing whatever the hell and asking for every weekend off. Like, I get it. Yeah. I never ask for a day off. Like, I'm not working on Sunday. I'm so sorry. So one time um, it was spring break, I think junior year of college. And I told my boss I was working at a department store at the time. I was like, yeah, it's spring break. Like, I could pick up a couple shifts. And he's like, well, it's your spring break. Like, you could work every day. And I was like, excuse me. (laughs) I will never forget this. And it was in person. And I was like, well, no, but like, I want to enjoy my spring break. And he was like, okay. Like, he was so confused as to why I didn't want to fill every single day with like an eight hour shift. And I'm like, dude, it's, I have one break. Like, I don't want to spend it working every day. Yeah, that's the point of the break. And I'm part time anyway. Like, you need me on holidays. You need me during the summer. I didn't work during the school year because I didn't have a car. Um, irrelevant but like I just was I was like so dumbfounded and so annoyed I'm like yeah I'm a 19 year old girl like let me enjoy my spring break that was you're lucky I'm working at all yes that was another note that I wrote down to talk about on this episode when people ask you like oh are you free on Friday to like pick up a shift or like do this like whatever and if my plan that Friday is to sit on my ass and watch TV no I'm not free it's valid and then don't try to make me feel bad yeah. about not picking up a shift because I want to go out with my friends or like literally sit at home and do nothing like yep. that's the point of a day off or go to Target and get groceries like that's literally the point of the day day off yeah and just because I don't have like a freaking family party or like a another job happening on that day doesn't mean that I am free to work for you yeah and also some of my friends in high school and college like would be so scared and like anti asking for a day off let alone like a weekend and in my opinion it is so ingrained in our society that people go on vacation in the summer like it is just I, I mean maybe I'll speak for where we live we live on the east coast the northeast like it is just part of our culture that families go on vacation for one week in the summer. Many families growing up did that. Even if it was just like going down the beach for a a few days or like whatever. But I had friends who were lifeguards and they were so scared to ask off. And I was like, this is literally sad. Like They were like, I can't ask off for a day in the summer. Like I can't ask off on a Saturday. And I'm like, it's July. Like, it's August. Like, people know that families go away. Like, and you're scared to ask off one day. Right. And they're like, yeah, because, like, what if they get mad at me? Or what if blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's on them. Yeah. Like, it's on an employer to have enough employees and a good work schedule and way of running their business that if one of their employees is going on vacation for a week in the summer, they should be able to handle that, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. And if it breaks them to the point where they fire you for asking off one weekend of your summer, in my opinion, I wouldn't want that job. No. That's just crazy to me how scared certain people are to ask off. Yeah. And I'm like, you're not asking for a fucking million dollars. You're asking for one Saturday of your summer to not work your part-time job. Yeah, right. I'm like, the stakes are so low. I know. It always pissed me off. I know. But it just pissed me off even more because of the two places that I worked where you literally had to seemingly 
finally sell your soul to get a day off. And I'm like, let's be so for real. <laughs> like this is a clothing store and there's 37 employees. And if I got sick today and I was on the schedule and I was throwing up at home and couldn't come in, you guys would be just fine. It's always, So why can't you plan accordingly a month in advance for that? It's always the low stakes places that give <laughs> yes. you the hardest time. No, that's so true. It's like, dude. That's so true. And then I got to a corporate job and I'd be like, oh, can I work from home this day? Or like, can I not work that? They'd be like, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, finally, someone reasonable. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I I agree with everything you just said. I just needed to get that off my chest. I understand. It's it's a lot. I just hate the idea of like, oh, we'll try to give you off, but like it's not guaranteed. No, it's guaranteed. Yeah. It is guaranteed. I actually won't show up that day. Yeah. (laughs) And if you fire me, then what's gonna happen? Because you're you're trying to tell me that you cannot even give me one day off because why? Maybe because you don't have enough employees, like no one's available. Blah, 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 blah. Well, what are you going to do when I can't work any day because you just fired me? I dealt with- Like, you're not going to fire me. I'm so yeah. sorry. You I- need me more than I need you. And that is clear in the fact that you <laughs> cannot give me one day off because you need me so desperately to come in. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. This is just, this is absurd. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Facts. No, Facts. I'm not sorry. <laughs> She's actually not sorry at all in case you missed that. <laughs> yeah. I'll ask for my one day off in the whole summer and I'll do it again. So are you over it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's why I now have a job where I pick and choose when I want to work. Yeah. As a contractor, as a freelancer. Facts. Anyway. Facts. And do you want to say something? Me? <laughs> Sorry. I've just, no, I'm just like making fun of myself because I've just been talking for an hour straight and didn't let you get a it's word okay. in. So okay. anyway. <laughs> I think like, I don't talk enough, like in, in my life. Oh, that makes me sad. I definitely talk too much. No, like you remind me, I'm going to bring up Katie. She's like our friend that we have that. Um, I love her. Yeah. I feel like I bring her up a lot, but she's like in the sphere of our friend group. Like I look at people like that and I'm just like, I wish I like had so much to say. Like all my, no, not in a bad way. Like Katie, Brielle, like you, like. Oh my God, I love them. I'm just like, that's like a skill to have to be able to just like know what to say. Like sometimes I think about that on dates and I'm just like, I have nothing left to say. It is really hard on dates or like meeting new people or meeting new friends or like when you're at I just was at my friend's wedding a couple weeks ago and I was seeing people that I hadn't seen in years and this is gonna sound rude and I honestly felt rude but there was so many instances where I could have said hi to people that I either haven't seen since high school or like my grade school friends parents that were there that are like just friends with my friends parents that's why they were at the wedding and like I was just like, I feel so rude, but I really just want to talk to like my sister and my friends and not say hi and have a five minute conversation yeah. about nothing I know. with someone that I'm likely never going to see again. But I'm you're like, the type of person that could make nothing into something. I was struggling at really? that cocktail hour. Yeah. I was really like, what do we talk about? Like, like I, I just, really don't. And I see yeah. TikToks about people actually now that I'm cutting you off again, That's that right. I can't <laughs> shut the fuck up. I see TikToks of people making fun of those conversations where they're like, oh, yeah, hi. Like, this is every guest at a wedding cocktail hour. Hi, guys. Yeah. Friends from, yeah, childhood. Yeah, we're actually staying at this hotel. And where are you guys staying? Oh, you're staying at the Hilton. Okay, yeah, we're staying at the Holiday Inn. Yeah, yeah, we got in last night. No, staying till Sunday. How about you? Oh, Monday morning. Cool, yeah. And did you fly into Philly or, like, Newark Airport? Oh, Philly. Yeah, yeah, so did we. Yeah, Delta. Oh, American. 
and okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I love your dress. Like, it's just so fucking pointless. But I'm the type of person that just would like end after five seconds. And I, that's why I feel like I make those situations like a little awkward. Whereas like people in our friend group are so good about just like, they just keep it going somehow. And I'm like, see, I would just have like stopped. It would have been awkward. And then we eventually would have been like, oh, I see Billy over there. Like, I'm going to (laughs) go. But like both of you guys wanted that though. Well, both of you wanted it to end. But I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. And like someone who's a talker would just be able to like make their way through that conversation with ease. And I'm someone that's like, I just don't know what to say. I definitely experienced that sometimes. This one time I met a girl at a wedding. I knew the bride and then this was a guest at a destination wedding that I was photographing. Yeah. This queen, this freaking queen. I was like, I have never met someone that can keep a conversation like her. And it wasn't just like small talk. Like she was probably the best conversationalist I've ever met. And she would just ask questions about the person that she was talking to. So basically this was like her best friend was getting married. Okay. So she was meeting all these new people Mm -hmm. at her friend's wedding. I think like the key is just asking questions about the other person and that can be really hard to be like oh like what question do I ask them next but this girl was like amazing she thought of like so if you were talking about like your family she'd be like oh yeah and are your parents from the same town and she'd be like oh so you grew up there and like and then do all your family live there oh did that make you close with your cousins growing Mm -hmm. up like she would just like keep digging deeper and deeper like into but like what if you don't care (laughs) I guess like that's the thing like she seemed like she cared and it made it and it made her really like easy to talk to yeah and she was so engaged in the conversation that I'm like wow like you really know like how to keep a conversation going and that is just by asking questions but she knew the questions to ask that made it not like awkward but I guess the thing is she cared because we were going to be hanging out in the same group of 20 people for a week straight yeah so like maybe that's why she was more interested in really meeting these people but you're right like if I was at a cocktail hour with my grade school friends parents friends that I haven't seen in 20 years like yeah I wouldn't care to ask them all those questions yeah is that rude sorry no I'm the same way like I just I can't feign caring about something that I don't care about yeah but there are a lot of situations socially where you kind of have to but I guess that conversation tactic that I was just talking about like that would probably be good in a setting when you're making new friends when you're meeting your friends friends for the first time and like when you're on a date and trying to get to know someone like those are the times to use those really good conversation tactics and I'm with you I was avoiding conversation with the people that I was like I respect you and like I am happy to be like hey how are you guys but like we really just just don't need to have this conversation yeah. like I would rather just talk to my friends yeah and is that like rude I'm like it's not my wedding like I don't have to go up and talk to all the friends friends or friends like I don't think it's rude but part of me felt rude yeah. so I was like I should have said hi to them what are you gonna Ugh. do you can't you can't win them all <laughs> yeah if I had a time machine I'd go back three weeks and say oh. hi I'm just kidding <laughs> You should reach out to them and say that. <laughs> should I DM them and be like, yeah. by the way, hey. Yeah. They'd be like, what? I didn't even notice you. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, good. Awesome. <laughs> Sorry, I just like really took that conversation about work off track. Oh, that's But I okay. just felt the need to say I don't know how to talk, basically. <laughs> yeah. I think the key to having conversations is asking questions. Okay. 
Yeah. Noted. At 28 years old. <laughs> I literally learned that from talking to this girl. And then the girl that I was staying with, we go back to our hotel room and we're like, oh my God, like, let's say her name was Sue. We're like, Sue? Queen. I have never met someone like her. And we yeah. were just like, she's the nicest person. She is the best conversation. Like, we were just like raving about her. Love Sue that. is going to be my new, like, let's say their name was because I've never met anyone named. Oh, no, no, no. Frick. I have a friend named Susan from childhood. Awesome. <laughs> a millennial named Susan. Yeah. Yeah, a concept a, a freaking queen a concept okay should we move on sure sorry i just talked for actually 45 minutes about but i think you i think it was a useful okay thing like people need to know that it's not that deep you can take pto regardless yeah. of your job or even not pto the stakes yeah. are even lower when the company is not even paying you just oh 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 <laughs> yeah put that oh 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 on the calendar and don't look back facts <laughs> slams laptop clothes i'm <laughs> yeah. not a corporate girly anymore so i yeah. always see like slams the, yeah. laptop clothes or like P- i see people posting like the almost friday and yeah. i'm like damn like i really can't relate to that yeah that's true because i just work so hard you're, i'm just kidding. you're just grinding on saturdays I just, like, yeah i just don't have like my weekends are just so different yeah. than like other people's weekends right anyway that was a good conversation that was i'm just Justice for the quiet girlies. We're trying. I just feel bad because I feel like I'm talking over you. Oh, no, I'm not talking about you. It just just... like made me think because I'm like, I don't know. People call me quiet as if it's a bad thing. Oh, I feel like in my lifetime, not like recent, not really recent people, Hmm. but like, oh, you're so quiet. And I'm like, I just have nothing to say. Like, you're boring me. (laughs) Ever think of that? I had this interaction with someone last summer. I still remember it. That's why it just stuck with me. It like really hurt my soul. I'm just kidding. Wait, they said you're quiet as like an insult? And I literally met them for five minutes. And then it got back to me through someone else that this person thought I was quiet. And I'm like, they don't... I was in a room with them for legit five minutes and they were being so loud talking over everyone and i'm like in that instance everyone was quiet compared to you anyway i just took this really clearly i feel strongly about this and as you should (laughs) as you're allowed to be but that's just my cross to bear in this lifetime (laughs) no i agree that people do sometimes say oh that person's quiet and it almost comes off like an insult and it's like and why is that a bad thing yeah to not have a chatter 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 Chatterbox every two seconds, like some of us. No, that I don't actually, think you're. You're not an extreme. I feel like I am, but also this is a podcast, and the point of it is to talk. Yeah, like one of the comments we got on a video oh, is yeah. Tell too em. much talking or like Tell too em. much rambling, and I was like, baby, what do you think a podcast is? <laughs> what do you think the number one point of a podcast is, baby? It is to talk. Facts. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, the workplace. <laughs> Wait, one more side note. Yeah. A couple of years ago, Trish, one of our other co-hosts, she was at a friend's gathering and there was like a new boyfriend of one of the friends was there. And apparently the new boyfriend told the girlfriend like, oh, Trisha, like, yeah, she was chatty. Mm. And then Trish was like, what the hell does that mean? It's like the opposite of saying someone's quiet. Yeah, And it's like, yeah, why does that even I actually heard this point in a tiktok or like real or something this morning or last night the girl was saying if you state the obvious without adding a supportive comment after that is an insult yeah and so by him just being like trisha's chatty and then without saying and i love talking to people or like she was so easy to talk to or like blah 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 like that's an insult and by someone saying rebecca was quiet period and (laughs) yes and like 
your shirt is blue. Yeah, like yeah. tell me something I and don't what know. Else? Like what else? When I first heard that idea that like if you're stating the obvious and you don't add a comment after that's supportive or positive, like that is an insult. And I was trying to think of one. And I was like, what would actually? And I was like, is this like actually factual or is there ever an instance? And I'm like, no, I think that's a fact. Yep. Like I actually think that's a fact because if I was just like, oh, you chose the blue pants today. And, and <laughs> like, yeah, I did. And now I'm going to feel real weird about it for the next three yeah, hours. Like you're intentionally making someone feel weird. Yeah. About something they probably already feel weird about. Or not even. Right. Like, I don't. I mean, there are times where I'm like, oh, shit, I talk too much. But actually, I had a friend group where I would leave and I'd be like, shit, I talk too much. Mm-hmm. And I would feel insecure. Mm-hmm. And then I am no longer friends with those people. And now I don't feel like that anymore. Because I'm like, oh, wow, people that actually like me. Yes. Isn't that freaking crazy? <laughs> Slams wow, laptop friends shut. Friends that actually <laughs> like me. Crazy. That makes me, that makes me sad. <laughs> what is in me today? Did you also have cold brew? <laughs> I had like a, a little sip of it. I think a note for us too is like, because I feel like I just apologized for diverting the conversation away from work. But just because we brand the episode as work doesn't mean we can't go off on side tangents. Yeah. I love the podcast I listen to where it's like the episode title is one thing, but then you listen to it and they end up talking about something for 20 minutes. Yeah. It's kind of fun. And I think that's fine. Like, yeah. I feel like in the beginning of the podcast, especially Trisha and I would go on, like, just so <laughs> random tangents yeah. about, like, spirituality and, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, shit, another tangent. And I'm like, I love a tangent. Same. Like, that's how life is. That is yep. literally how life is. And yep. our conversations on here imitate our conversations in real life. So, like, who cares? Every time we hang out, we talk about, like, deep things for quite a while. And I love it. <laughs> yes, me too. Friends that love each other. We deserve it. <laughs> Stop. I'm going to cry. No Let's talk about corporate life. <laughs> yeah. That'll snap you out of it. <laughs> Let me check my email. Speaking of. <laughs> I'll go into the story about the thing that I have a personal story. Anyway. Okay. That was a really great intro. It was. Messed up big time at work. Massive anxiety. Ugh. Okay, friends. I am a communications lead for my agency, and I am responsible for sending out a monthly e-newsletter. I just realized I completely missed sending last month's. I am so embarrassed and mortified. It was a crazy month, and I had it in my head that the newsletter went out. Well, it didn't. I never miss my deadlines. This is the first time something like this has happened. Anyone else do something like this? How did it turn out? I emailed my supervisor and was straightforward about the situation now anxiously awaiting a response girly even the best of them mess up ceos mess up i think you handled it correctly again another person that i think handled it well like you got to be straightforward don't make excuses don't blame someone else like you took accountability and that's all you can do and she'll respect you more for it that's so true but i understand being anxious about it at the same time it is like so sad that at certain corporate jobs the stakes are so high and like i get it because let's say i hired someone to work for me and you're paying them a really great rate and then mistakes are being made like over and over again like i would get it and i would get why you kind of put pressure on employees to like not make certain mistakes and you put like a lot of organization in place like there should have been like a checklist that was like digital checklist that checks off and sends you updates by the way this is not done on time like that kind of thing yeah (laughs) um asana monday.com anyway love (laughs) them yeah (laughs) team asana over here yeah i love asana 
Anyway, it is kind of sad, though, that the pressure is, like, so high that people get, like, crippling anxiety because, like, certain emails were not sent and stuff. And it's, like, people do make mistakes and, like, emails get lost in your inbox or, like, I don't know, like, people have busy lives and work isn't the number one priority every time. But it is, like, so awkward when you make a mistake at work and then you feel this, like, guilt, I guess. Yeah. I've made mistakes before and, like, not owned up to it and tried to be like oh well like this person didn't like tell me what they needed by this date so like that's why this wasn't done but Mm. I've learned over time as I've gotten older and gotten new jobs like it's better to just own it and be like you know what I just didn't do this I forgot about it it fell off my plate sorry like because when other people make mistakes and they try to blame it on everyone else and they try to like oh I wasn't on the email thread it's like that's annoying to be on the receiving end of that and I respect people so much more when they're like you know what I I just totally forgot like I'm so sorry I'll do it now or something yeah that's a great point so I can't think of anything specific I mean I've definitely like forgot to do tasks and I'm like oh shoot sorry doing it now but I thought of this one time where I like messed up at work and it was like kind of awkward it wasn't like me messing up okay I'll just tell the story so I worked at this really massive brand Mm -hmm. and we would work with influencers a lot like huge influencers like the biggest influencers there's pretty much like influencers that are on brand and people that aren't Mm -hmm. and for the most part like we would be reaching out to people and then if people reached out to us we'd just be like oh sure like maybe so we got this dm on instagram and this company has so many followers and i was like running the instagram so i was checking the dms and i got a dm from this influencer who is like adjacent to one of the biggest youtubers on this platform and i used to watch this massive youtuber and i was like oh my god like i don't know who this girl is but like she is friends with or like she is somehow related to ex-youtuber okay and i'm like oh my god like i wonder if we could work with her could we work with this person that i am a fan of and so i'm like oh like sure we should probably do this so i tell my team and i'm like oh I don't know who this girl is, but I see that she is adjacent to this massive YouTuber. And I'm like, I feel like it'd be cool if we worked with them because then we could potentially reach this other person. And my team was like, yeah, okay, let's let's send her a product and let's give her like this experience or whatever. I didn't even organize it. I completely passed it off because I was just like I was on a lower scale. And then the person who actually did the like sending of the product and like the organizing of like the what was going to happen was someone else. So I just handed it off to her. And then I guess I could have done better here, but I just assumed that that other girl was going to look into who this influencer was and like the type of content that she creates and maybe give her like a do and do not for the content that you're creating for the brand. Right. But that apparently did not happen. I also like sent this off and then I forgot about it because the process is pretty long. Like it's not like you just get product the next day and you have the content two days later. Like you have to plan this whole video out and like budgets. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of forgot about it but then my coworker was like so we got the video or like we just saw the video that this influencer made for us and it is not good and basically she's using like language in it that just is so off-brand she was like making like sexual jokes it was just so off-brand and it was to the point where I'm like if I was making content for a brand I would kind of be like reading the room and I'd be like I'm not gonna say that in branded content because that's just not gonna do well Mm -hmm. unless the brand is like freaking like spencer's like that sexy gift store i'm like let's just like read the room 
Yeah. I don't know. I was like, oh my God, that's so fucking weird. Like, why would she do that? Like, literally, why would she include like all this other stuff in this video about our brand? So weird. But then there was like this weekly or like monthly report where the person who was like above me that I was just talking about, she would send out like, this is who we worked with this week. This was the response it got, like whatever. And it would go to like the whole company. And maybe I just don't understand like the whole point of that but like if something was a complete flop I wouldn't be sending it out in like the weekly report if anything I would just send it to my like boss and my team be like this was totally a flop like I'm not going to include it in the report because it's just so irrelevant we didn't repost it we're not going to work with the girl again like Mm -hmm. this is the lesson we learned and like whatever but like she sent it out to the entire team and also (laughs) hate to say it no one fucking reads those reports nobody reads them but obviously my boss our team manager saw it and then she emailed us or she emailed me and was like going forward I'm going to review all the influencers that we work with before we work with them and I was like cool I was like as you should though and then I felt really bad about it because I was like oh I kind of like pushed this girl but at the same time I was like I assumed that they were gonna vet her and they didn't and I guess like I should have made it more clear that like I don't know the type of content this girl creates I just know that she is somehow connected to this like bigger youtuber and then I felt like so awkward about it because I felt like it was my fault and I was like oh like I feel like I told them to work with her and like now this is like so awkward and like I don't know so I definitely felt weird about that but yes for for one they should have vetted her but also like why was she included in the report if you didn't post her and if she wasn't actually part of a campaign or it was just scrapped then no one has to know. Yeah. Unless she got paid. I don't remember. Because I didn't deal with that. Yeah. Like, I didn't even do those contracts. So I feel like that wasn't your mistake to, like... Like, all you did was see a DM, pass it off to the right person, period, end of story. Yeah, I do still feel like it was my fault, though. I'm like, uh, because I I don't know. She wouldn't have gotten a response if I wasn't checking the DMs that day. I still think that, like, again, this kind of contradicts what I just said of passing off the blame to someone else. But I really... I don't know. You found someone. You passed it off to your social lead. Like, true. It's kind of not on you at that point. Yeah. And I'm like, I would have been shady and not even included it in the report. (laughs) But yeah, I was like, why are we passing off this like really off brand? (laughs) But what's there even to report if it wasn't posted? There's no analytics. Yeah, that's the thing. I was like, maybe I have the idea of like this weekly report wrong. But like in my mind, it was like the amount of followers we gained, the amount of like new reach we had and like all the like positive positive things and I don't recall seeing like a lot of negatives on like we wouldn't report like we lost this many followers or like I don't know like we just wouldn't report like negatives it would more just be about growth and like the rate of growth Mm -hmm. and like since that like had no I don't know I think I would have just like told my team which is what the girl did but then she like also included it in the like report I was like see that's yeah I I don't know I would have just told my manager and been like dude this was such a flop this girl was like so fucking weird and and uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry about it. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, but thankfully nobody read the reports. And like, I had a different team member at one point who was making those reports. And she's like, I hate that I even have to do this. Like, nobody reads this <laughs> except our manager and like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, that's so funny. Yeah, that's corporate in a nutshell, pr- pretty much. Yeah. 
But I definitely am like going to be way more careful about <laughs> the people that I work with and like put my brand's name on and stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm sure now with the way social media is too, like there's so many people vetting that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. This it was, was hard like to, a long time ago at this point. It's hard to it was hard to come up in the world of social media. And like I feel like we had to learn it as it was happening versus now there's like a blueprint for these things. So you're welcome, Gen Z. Welcome. <laughs> I always think about that with like people posting their kids online and like yeah. mommy vloggers or like family channels. And it's like, how do you feel about that? I have such mixed feelings because like I get that it's important content and it can be very inspirational and positive. But at the same time, we don't. It's almost like Kendall and Kylie being on the Kardashians. Like everyone else in the family was an adult and they chose that. But Kendall and Kylie were like thrown into it. I think and they they've just, said that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like, Obviously, it worked out for them, but it's like, is it fair to just throw kids? But I guess it's like very similar to making your kid an actor or like, Mm. I don't know, any type of person in an entertainment industry. Right. I currently am leaning towards if I had kids, I wouldn't be posting them. Mm -hmm. I'd be private. Well, I am private, but I'd probably stay private and just post on my private account. I think that by the time we have kids, if like my life plan happens... (laughs) I feel like there will be evidence to either support it or not. And there'll be case studies on like, here's the benefits, here's the negatives, like make your own choice, which I feel like doesn't really exist yet. I don't know. I just am erring to the side of like, I'm not sharing anything. Yeah. Like I I would be even, I don't know. I just am so weary of sharing a lot of stuff, which is funny because we have a podcast. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. But yeah, with kids, it's different because they can't really consent. And even if they do and they're like six years old, it's like, well... But do they even know what they're consenting to? Yeah. Like, they don't know the concept of Instagram at six years old. Exactly. Or maybe they do. I don't know. No, they don't. And it, it does make me question it when people are like, well, I never make my kids film if they don't feel like filming. But it's like, if they feel like filming, it's not because they're like, I want millions of people to see yeah. me in this moment right now. It's because they're like, oh, I don't care if you have a camera right yeah. now. Like, if my mom has a camera right now, I am fine with it. Right. They it's, probably just think their mom is the one watching it. Yeah. Like, they don't understand I that know. it's going on the internet for a million of people to see. Yeah. And it is, like, so hard because then, did you ever follow that girl? Her name was Maya. I forget her last name, but she had two twin baby girls. And they were so freaking cute. And, no. like, she had such a good personality. And she was a single mom. And the way that she was raising her kids was just, like, so, like, positive and inspiring. And, like, her kids were so freaking cute. And she would just put them on TikTok and she got so famous but I'm pretty sure she stopped doing it because she was like I can't do this to my kids like and then people are like well it's too like people literally got mad at her for stopping and they're like well you've already did it for this long it's too late and it's like it's not too late like if you post pictures of an infant you will almost never be able to match that up with an adult later in life like Mm -hmm. who cares what you look like when you're an infant it was because her kids were like getting to the point of being like toddlers I think and she was like okay this isn't fair to them Mm -hmm. and I was like I respect that decision that the mother made to like keep her kids lives private like why are people yelling at her for that I follow this one UK YouTuber who had a kid I think a couple years ago and she I feel like is just in the background of vlogs like she doesn't make content with her kid making her like do dances or anything for example but she's kind of just there so I don't that's like an interesting point too because she's also not consenting to just like being in the background but she's not necessarily exploiting her 
Right. So that's like an in-between, which is kind of interesting. I saw this person making a video, like a commentary on it, and they were saying there's mommy vloggers who like are vloggers about being a mom. Mm -hmm. And like, that's about you. Mm -hmm. That's about the mother. And the kid is just like an accessory. Yeah. And then there's people that they claim to be like a mommy vlogger, but the whole content is the kids and it's like okay well that's not about you that's about your kids yeah it is like such a hard i just feel so bad for kids that are in situations where they don't want to be in and i'm sure some kids love it and it will give them an amazing life that they wouldn't have had without it but it is hard when it's like the parents are contending to that but then also it's a parent's job to make decisions for their kids and if they think that that's going to be the best decision like who are we to tell them no i don't know Mm -hmm. but maybe we need to wait for case studies to be like is this healthy like i don't know i think kim's talked about that before with kardashians okay yeah how like north loves being on camera but her other kids don't necessarily like know what that is yet yeah she keeps them off camera for the most part oh i've never i have noticed that north is in their show and the other kids barely are yeah i think that's why because she like is aware of the fact that maybe they want to be on it but they don't know what it means and north is like what is she like 10 or something yeah so she has a better idea of it yeah that makes sense i also always see people being like where's mason courtney's son oh yeah and everyone's like why is mason never in these photos why is mason never in the video and people think he's like forgotten but it's actually because he's probably like 15 or 16 at this point and he's at he chooses to not be on it yeah and it's like that's the most respectable thing like if your kids don't want to do it then don't make them right. do it yeah yeah interesting i do talk. find it a little weird when like people have kids and then the next day every single thing they ever post again is like pictures of their kids faces and i'm like this is like a little odd it like is. they are not choosing this yeah it is i don't sure. know i agree i'm gonna err on this i think i'm gonna err on the side of like not posting kids but then also when you love your kids that much it's like all you want to do is share them with the people you love and like people that will support you go private and just you know curate your follower list to like your friends and family that's a good point i have family members that do that they're private and they post kids all the time but like they're not a public profile where anyone could just see yeah so that's a way to do it yeah i feel weird talking about mommy bloggers though because there's definitely families that i have watched or it's not like i don't watch it for the family but there's people that i watch that have kids and i love their content Mm -hmm. and i'm like am i like being a hypocrite but like their kids i don't think i watch anything that's like the kids are the point of it yeah other than i did watch that girl maya on tiktok with her two little babies that were so cute like Mm -hmm. her content was so she literally had like billions of likes on tiktok wow because she was so popular and i loved her content like it was so entertaining and she was just just stopped posting yeah all together i think so i don't i haven't heard about her in months now or like even a year at this point interesting yeah but her babies were so fucking cute and i'm like i also just so hard don't care about babies i usually don't either unless they're my family the family the kids in my family i just simply can't be bothered like i've muted people on instagram me too who just post their babies on their stories and they're like kind they're like friends of friends i would say and i'm like i'm sorry i just i can't deal with like he's eating this food today i'm like i don't care i I literally hate the conversations (laughs) about like oh like poopy diapers and like blah 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 and i'm like this is just not it for me like i could not care less and like i hate 
this conversation. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But I don't know. It was there was like some I guess like the content with Maya was like it was a lot about her. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. That was like the only one where it was like a baby that I was interested in watching. Mm -hmm. And I do think like it was more her personality that made it interesting. I don't know, dude. I don't know why people liked it that much. And I was one of them that liked it that much. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. But yeah, I agree that like a lot of times if someone has a baby, I'm like mute. It really depends on the person. But like I definitely muted people. I think there was a meme about that or something. Like the second someone announces their pregnancy, it's like, and you're muted. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wait, that's so funny. I love that. There are definitely people that I'm, I, I like wonder if I look through. I don't think Instagram gives you a list of all the people you've muted, but I'm like, I just wonder how big it's that like list weddings is. and babies. People think everyone cares as much as they care. I love wedding content. But, um, I follow some people where I'm like, you're on the precipice of getting muted because I just it's like every six months they post like their wedding pictures. And I'm like, dude, like, I don't care. Anymore. I love wedding pictures. I'm in the I'm in the side of like, well, you do that for a living. Yeah, though. true. Especially if it's like one of my clients that I work with. Like every time I see this, photo, I'm like, yes, baby, let's go. I guess it's different if you have personal ties. No, but even like, well, yeah, I don't know. Just someone I follow that I don't know super well that posts constantly about their wedding and I cannot be bothered any longer about it any longer I'm so sorry like I'm so happy for you and your child or your wedding but like that you don't care I don't care as much as you care oh yeah that's true but that's anything right who cares as much as we care about actually anything I don't know I I like when people post about like work or their hmm. vacation, for example. I love vacation content. Yeah. Yeah. So some I things, eat that shit up. Yeah, right. Some things I'm like so interested in. Others I'm like, okay. You have to understand that no one cares as much as you care about this milestone yeah. in your life. No, that's so true. So Especially when I Especially with babies. Yeah, true. <laughs> when I get married, I'll block you for a month. Not I'm marriage. Just I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's mostly babies. No, I know. I and agree. also, if you're already annoying and then you're posting about your wedding constantly, I think that's what it is too. Like, I don't already like you that much. So now Now we're getting to the root of it. (laughs) And now it's just overkill. (laughs) Oh, sorry. That was mean. No. But you know, you're thinking of a person in your life, too. Don't lie. (laughs) Don't lie. No, that's true. Coworkers are not your friends. A couple months ago, I made friends with two of my coworkers. Long story short, we made a group chat where we would sometimes rant about work or we would call each other. I said something about management and a few weeks ago, I told management what I said before someone else said it and my manager told me to handle the situation or I could potentially get fired. So I told the girls if we could delete the group chat, which they both agreed to or so I thought. Fast forward two weeks later, I was getting a lot of pushback from one of the girls when I was delegating a task to her. Mind you, I'm a position above her and it's part of my role and I guess she didn't like that. She knows I would like to potentially move up in the company as well. Well, on my day off, I guess she showed a manager who was not involved our group chat that we made because she kept it and that manager took screenshots of it and sent it to another manager to basically blackmail me or make it seem like she has something on me when clearly she also talked a lot of shit in that group chat as well. But I deleted this group chat weeks ago and now the managers want to talk to me about it today and I'm just so over it and I know I was in the wrong for even involving myself in the situation. I'm just embarrassed by the whole thing. I don't want to lose my job. Yeah, you got mm, you got to be careful. 
about what you say to people and who you say it to. Yeah. Group chats, etc. I think um, I've learned like you do have to wait a little bit before you can decide who you trust in a workplace. Like you can't just be I don't know if that's relevant to the story in particular. No, I think it is. But like, yeah, if you're like two weeks into a job and you're already complaining to your coworkers about your boss, like that is a no, no, girly. Maybe do it in person, but do not leave a paper trail. <laughs> it's so true. No, I kind of err on the side of do not talk shit on anyone in any workplace to anyone that those people know. Yeah. Because you never know like when it could come back to you or like it's also like when you say something, I feel like a lot of times when we vent about feelings, it could come off like you're talking shit. Yeah. And in my opinion, anyone's allowed to vent about things, about their feelings and whatnot. And like I said in the very beginning, like you can love your job and you can even love your boss or your manager, or your coworkers, whatever, but something could annoy you. You could be unhappy about one element. And if you're venting about that, it could come off as shit talking and like you don't appreciate what you have. And yeah. that's not good. Yeah, right. And I, I think like the larger discussion here, which is interesting to me, is like, can you be friends with your coworkers? Right. And I think you can. You can make friends with your coworkers, but I think you proceed with caution. I think it's okay to be friends with coworkers, but I really feel like it takes a long time to gain trust. I don't know. Because I feel like I am now friends with colleagues and coworkers, even though I'm a freelancer. So it's like a little bit different mm-hmm. when it comes to that culture. Yeah. But I love all of my colleagues that I work with. And I would consider us friends. Like, when I work with them, I'm almost like it feels like I'm just hanging out with friends. It's so hard because I don't work in an office. I I just don't, like, that just doesn't affect me in the same way. I think working in an office can really change things. Like, there was a time when I worked Monday through Friday in an office where, well, actually, a lot of people did that before COVID. Now it seems, like, so archaic, but it was very normal. And I feel like you naturally become really close to your coworkers and see them as friends very quickly because you spend more time with them than you do your actual friends or your family. It's like you're in an office eight to five. Then you might go to happy hour once a week. Mm -hmm. Then you get to the point where you're hanging out on the weekends. It's like, damn, we really are family. (laughs) That was so cute. And it was cute like for the time. But I think it's part of growing older. And like you said, not just in the workplace, but you just learn the concept of boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like on top of the fact that the remote work environment has changed this so much so it's not like you're coming into the office making small talk talking about what you did last night it's like now you might go a whole day without having meetings right and if you do maybe it's not until 2 p.m and at that point it's like you're all coming with something to talk about that is work related yeah it's like my marketing meeting and you're not going to jump on the call and be like so what everyone do last night like maybe some people do that yeah but i think being remote has really changed the ability to connect with coworkers in the way that we used to be able to. Yeah, that's a good Which point. has pros and cons, I think. I agree. I feel lucky that I had what I had in my early mid-20s. Like, now I don't think I would care as much, even if I were in the office, mm-hmm. to become, like, best friends with my coworkers. But I'm happy for experiencing that. It's kind of funny because... For me, like, I don't work in an office now, so I feel like I can't speak on, like, coworkers anymore. But when I had that office job, I feel like I didn't really become super... Like, we were all friendly, and we all got along really well. But I didn't hang out with people outside of work Mm. at that place. And I don't know. I I liked everyone. But, yeah, I wouldn't consider us friends, even though we were friendly. Yeah. But then after I left that job, I ended up photographing a few weddings of the girls that worked there. 
I always love when I photograph a wedding and I have like some sort of connection to the person, even if it's just like doing an engagement shoot beforehand and then shooting their wedding. Like I just love having connection with people. And so when I photographed these people's weddings that were my ex coworkers, I was just like ecstatic and I loved every second of it. And like the way that I saw them on their wedding day, I'm like, oh, this is my bestie. Like Mm -hmm. I love this woman. And It was weird because I feel like I almost had more like love for them after the job ended. And then I was like, dude, I wish I was closer to her when I was working with her. But then I almost feel like when you work with people, there is this line of like, oh, we have to get along. We like have to be friends. So I'm like, maybe that's why it never happened. And it's happening naturally, like now outside of an office setting. Yeah. And I'm seeing them for like who they truly are instead of who their work self is, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, look. Looking back on those people that I photographed their weddings, I'm like, dude, I wish I could see them all the time because they're just like such amazing people. And like seeing them with their best friends and their family on their wedding day, I'm just like, you're such an amazing person and you're so cool. Oh, yeah, that's so sweet. I think like what we talked about on our lunch break episode of human connection and how. Yeah, that's why we're all here. You guys like don't limit yourselves to just experiencing that outside or in certain situations like you can make Make really meaningful connections with coworkers. Yeah. And take it outside of the workplace, like yeah. become real life friends with them. I've worked with people and like these walls got broken down over time. But at first I was like, this person's just not into like being friends with people here. And it just they're harder to work with. Yeah, I agree. Like, Even you can have being friendly is helpful. Yeah, you can have boundaries, but still like be a human being. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think like when it comes to the negatives, though, it's like I just would always be careful about I'm like, quote unquote, talking shit or like negative talk, even if it's just you venting, because I feel like let's say I'm venting about anything to someone that doesn't know me that well they could be like oh kelly was really mad or like she really doesn't like that person or like it's someone else's interpretation of your words and thoughts and then if that person gives their interpretation of your words and thoughts to another person or a boss or a manager now it's the manager's interpretation of the middleman's interpretation of your words so it can get ugly real quick oh yeah for sure so i have just learned like i don't say a thing like if a situation annoys me in any sort of like work setting like at all I'm lucky that it doesn't happen often now because I am a freelancer and I pick and choose who I work with and when so I feel very lucky about that but like I just will never vent or say anything negative about anyone that knows that person. And I feel like that could even be true in friendships. Like if a certain like, I don't know, I'm like trying to think of a good example, but I really feel like I've been really lucky recently in the not having like negative things. But I just feel like if something happens and like some coworker or whatever is annoying you, go home and talk to someone like a friend or like your sister or your brother or your partner or something and be like, can I just get this off my chest because I can't sit anywhere else? Say it in the privacy of your own home. Make sure that you're not accidentally recording yourself and definitely don't be saying it on a group chat where people who you don't even know could be holding this stuff against you. Like there's bad people out there. I will say that's something because I'm a freelancer now as well or contractor or whatever you want to call it. And that's something I 
am now doing is not like if I have a bad day or something annoyed me, I am not going to a coworker, not at all. I'm no. going to a friend, like you said, yeah. a, my sister. Like I have learned that it's not always best, even if it's like your coworkers, the ones that understand it the most. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think you're always tempted to go to them with a complaint because like they know who you're talking about. Yeah. They know the task, but it doesn't make it better. Like now it's like I'm not complaining at all in my workplace no me neither and like you said like we're freelancers so it's a little different I think but regardless I'm just I'm not doing it anymore (laughs) yeah also just because you never know like how something can come off to someone else like even you just being like oh I don't really feel like doing that task today like someone could take that as oh this girl's lazy and doesn't want to work yeah and it's like no I'm gonna work hard on all the other tasks and I'll do that task tomorrow Mm -hmm. it just is so hard when it comes to like, I don't know. I just think I've experienced that where someone's interpretation of your words gets skewed like down a grapevine. And then this person who's now heard it from her, from her, from her, from her is saying it to me. And they're like, I heard this. And I'm like... (laughs) what yeah and I'm like let me tell you the truth okay this is what I said and I don't know where the hell they got that from and I'm like I'm done like saying anything it's so true it's the game of telephone sometimes yeah and yeah proceed with caution like just especially in a workplace where I'm like I'm not saying a word because I don't I don't know how like that person's friends 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 sister is gonna interpret it so I'm keeping my mouth closed I think in my job I previously had, I didn't learn it the hard way, but I definitely like assumed who was buddy buddy very quickly Mm -hmm. and then kind of learned, oh, it's actually like these people are actually like really close friends and these people are just kind of friends. And like, yeah, you just got to be careful who you say things to. Yeah. Because, you know, like certain people will tell this person like everything like that's their work bestie. So and like maybe you can't trust them. Like like you said, it's just it gets muddled. And it's also awkward when people say things to you. Yeah. Because, like, that has definitely happened to me where someone will say, like, something negative about, like, this person or, like, whatever. And I'm just like, oh. And I'm like, I don't agree with you, nor am I going to say anything back, like, in, like, to affirm what you're saying to me right now. Because I'm like, I'm, first of all, I'm not going to talk shit about anyone that I work with. And also i don't agree with you yeah so i'm like oh okay and it's so awkward i've had that happen to you i've had that happen where people are trying to like gauge i think how i feel Mm -hmm. and like you know they're gonna go tell the person they're close to about what you said i hate that oh i've had that happen to me and i'm just like i'm not saying a damn thing besides i'm so happy to be here i love my job (laughs) yeah yeah that's what you can run back actually (laughs) yeah yeah and tell the ceo that as well (laughs) yeah so yeah like you said it's better to just complain to a friend a family member right maybe if you have like an old coworker who you no longer work with who understands like what you do Mm -hmm. i feel like i do that all the time where it's like oh i know this person through another job i don't work with them currently like that's safe but like yeah people in the workplace you guys you got to keep it yeah on the low it's also funny to just like think about where your loyalty lies like there's just been times where people will try to like say something to me or like manipulate me and I'm like do you really think that my loyalty lies with you right when you're talking about this person right and I'm like I don't owe you a thing 
totally. Like, and this person is where my loyalty lies with. And I think we both know that. I've experienced so, like, that. Yep. What is this? What do you think you're going to get out of this? Yep. yep. Like, I'm not even going to answer these texts anymore or yep. these emails. Like, whatever. I'm done. For I sure. I'm done. For sure. Like, yep. Okay. Should we do one more? Just a funny one. Really yep. quick. Drop everything now. You guys, one week till Speak Now TV. <gasps> One day when this comes out, probably, or it's oh, gonna be yes. out while this comes out. Oh my god, crazy. that's crazier, crazier, crazier. <laughs> Has she redone that song yet? I actually don't think so. I hope it's on Speak Now. Maybe that song slaps. It slaps. Okay, last story. Okay, stupid, but I have a problem with a seagull at work. <laughs> I'm a line cook. I go smoke by the dumpsters a few times a day. We get seagulls in our parking lot. It's a well-known restaurant. It's busy and the tourists are sloppy with their fries. I also suspect the tourists are feeding the seagulls because it's cute, even though it's very against the rules. Oh my God. I could speak Amateurs. for hours on Amateurs. that. Do not feed the seagulls, bitch. <laughs> Ever. Sorry. Also, not because it's like annoying, but just because they shouldn't be eating that. Can you tell we go to the Jersey Shore? <laughs> yeah. Like they don't need your funnel cake, bitch. They're a wild animal. Okay, you can handle it. True. They cannot. Regardless, the gulls do not fear man or God. Or who? <laughs> or God. They do not fear man or God. They're used to people. A few weeks back, one of the gulls swooped down and took my sig. I think he thought it was a French fry. I giggled and went about my day. However, it's happened a few times since. I know it's the same guy because he has a dark spot on his chest. I call him the pestilence. I'm concerned he is now addicted to nicotine. He's by the dumpsters at the same time. Has my breaks every single day. This is obviously not good for him, and I'm getting mad about him bumming off me because smoking is expensive. Do I try to quit smoking? I'll make noise and try to appear large to scare him off, but the pestilence is is hip to my tricks. <laughs> this writer. Do I have work crack down on tourists feeding the gulls? What do I do? Are there sonar weapons such as dog whistle type of things <laughs> that I can employ? Sorry, this is fucking stupid. I'm being bullied by a seagull. He stole my $10. He stole a $10 bill from my coworker. Sir. It's, it's very rural, so we don't have animal rescues and animal control. Just laughed when we called. Any advice? Welcome. And yes, I am serious. He sucks, but I care about wildlife, and he's probably too young to be smoking. <laughs> First of all, OP, you need a writing deal. Yes. Get that memoir. Okay, I think, truthfully, this is divine intervention. God is telling you to quit smoking. Oh he is my telling God. you. No, but for real, like... <laughs> quit smoking yeah i think that's the answer i mean it's easier said than done obviously but i don't know if you don't have animal control maybe find a different place to take your lunch break mm -hmm. switch it up on the seagull that is <laughs> throw so him for annoying. a loop because <laughs> i love animals too but seagulls are freaking annoying yeah and they will eat your pizza and they will poop on you and they will just freaking attack you and you're like dude what the hell they don't fear a man or god <laughs> They really don't. They really don't. I don't know. What did the comments say? I'm I curious. I think some of the comments were serious and they were like, National Geographic says seagulls don't like bright, scary owl faces or on masks or balloons. Obviously, smoking in a mask isn't going to work, but I really want you to try a balloon. Also suggested mirrors, wind chimes, or um, hanging an old CD to reflect the sun. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. Because what can you do? You work. I'd use a oh. water gun. I say quit smoking and get that seagull back on fries and off cigs. 
Heck yeah. I don't think the seagull's addicted to no. nicotine. I don't think it happens quite that fast. And I think as soon as the seagull realized that this item was not a French fry, it was probably done with it. But he said he keeps coming back for more. Yeah, but there are so many people that eat fries that look like this, that like... Mm-hmm. Sure. I think the seagull just thinks the guy's eating. I don't think they think that far into it. Yeah, I know. But who knows? Maybe they do. I'm no seagull expert. I think you should Google, can seagulls get addicted to nicotine? Maybe they're really smart animals. I don't know. Some animals are smarter than others. That's true. I.e. elephants. Birds appear to <laughs> self-medicate with our cigarette butts. Um, Help. Each of the birds in the study reek of smoke and are constantly fidgeting and adjusting their wings. We have also observed the horse raspy mating calls of these nicotine-addicted birds. I just don't know if it would happen after one cigarette. Yeah, I don't think so. Like, yes, nicotine is addictive, but, like, after one use? I don't know about that. I would try the DIY ideas of the CD, the mirror. Yeah. Something that's not harmful that will get them to go away. And I'm sorry that this person is being harassed by a <laughs> seagull, but I was laughing out loud at the way that he wrote it. It's it was like, so funny. She, I don't know the gender. I love that he thinks it's like the same one. I know. That's funny. Side note, there's a guy on TikTok. His name is Aaron Skelly and or Aaron Skelly. I don't know. He he has like a British type accent. I don't know where he's actually from, but he has a pet seagull named Steven and he feeds it every day and it's been years and the bird he's gotten to the point where it comes into his house. Wow. Through the window, it sits on a platform. And I also am like, is that the same bird? I don't support feeding wild animals. He's feeding it worms oh. and like seagull food, I guess. Like he's not I don't think he's feeding it like but tasty cakes or like It's whatever. messing with isn't it messing with evolution? Like those types of animals are born and bred to like find their own food and then like yeah. you see people in parks feeding squirrels. I'm just like but they know how to get food. Like you're messing with the system here. <laughs> That's a good point. I don't know the answer. Yeah. I think that is like a problem. Okay. Don't quote me on that in the comments. Yeah, we're no National Geographic over here. (laughs) Clearly. Just a bunch of freelancers talking about animals. Freelance creatives. And we're like, and the biological makeup of a seagull. (laughs) And the ecosystem. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, don't feed the freaking seagulls, dude. They don't need this type of food. Yeah. They need a fish from the ocean, you know? They don't need a French fry. But you know what I want now? Boardwalk food out the wazoo. We're going to have it it. soon. Fourth of July content. Happy Fourth of July, everyone. Yes. Hope your holiday was fun. Fourth of July, Independence Day. My dad used to get mad when people would say happy Fourth of July because he's like, it's Independence Day, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Juneteenth just passed. Happy Juneteenth. And happy summer. Happy summer. <laughs> happy Sips if you live in Philly. true let us know your workplace stories in the comments yes or other topics to debate yeah we love you we appreciate you and we'll see you in the next one Bye. bye